Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hi, this is Dan Fogler, Luke on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. That's us. That's us. We're finally back. Yay. Walkers and Talkers episode number? 149. Yeah, we're almost at 150. I know. Well, you are. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we the show. (laughs) You're almost at 146 oh, okay. or something. Okay, all right, all right. They still haven't fixed the headphone jack. Oh, no. Now i got to give it a little jiggle. Jiggle that. We jiggle it. So how you been? We haven't been here in like a month. People are like, where the hell are you guys? I know. You were away. I was. There was no Dodge Car Studio. I apologize. Yeah. I had, I had too much I stuff to do. I you enjoyed yourself. I did. I'm glad. I did. Got a lot of stuff done around the house. That's the best feeling. And then we went to New England for a long weekend. Oh, I love New England. Little Boston, little New Hampshire, little uh, Seattle, not Seattle, duh. Portland, uh, Portland, Maine. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Love Portland, Maine. Great Maine town. Maine is beautiful. Lobster rolls all the time. Oh, okay. Now I'm officially jealous. Crazy lobster rolls. There's nothing like a good lobster roll. The lobsters run across the street there. They just, they're, <laughs> they're everywhere. Oh, my God. It's like if I went and people are like, what'd you get? I go, a oh, hamburger. They beat you no, in the back. Yeah, no. You have to have the lobster. 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 A lot lobster. of the, the New England shirts all say wicked lobster. Lob- wicked lobster. Wicked lobster. Wicked smat. It's so funny. We're on the uh, the wicked tea. Wicked pisser. Wicked pisser. We're on the tea. You know, the subway up there? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're approaching Park Street. So the, the conductor says, ah, next stop, Pack Street. Pack Street. Pack. Pack a care. I'm like, it's, can you just par? par I love, park? I'm one of the few that loves the Boston accents. Um, I find it amusing, and it's not all Boston. It's just the Southies, yeah, that speak that way. But it was like Pack Street, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Park Street." Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a good time. Uh, I saw Spider Man. 
How was it? Hold that thought. Okay. Uh, welcome to Walkers and Talkers. <laughs> if this is your first time, welcome. Hello. If it's if you've been waiting for us to come back, we're sorry. We're here. We're here. People asked if we were on hiatus. Like, where, where are you guys? We're not. Then we're they here. Want to know if we can do three episodes this week? Like for all the episodes we missed. Oh boy. We're gonna recap episodes four and five, and then then do a breakdown of six. Yeah. As we come towards the uh, mid-season finale, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man was excellent. No, I don't ever give spoilers no. uh, on things. I will tell you though, there's two bonus scenes. That's not a spoiler. I tell you guys on every podcast and morning show I'm on. Stay till the end. There's always bonus scenes at, in the Marvel films. There's two, and they're mind blowing. <laughs> Go see the movie. I. <clears throat> it helps. I'm not gonna say anything. I promise. Okay. One of the scenes. Is cool, but it's even cooler if you've seen certain previous movies. If you haven't, you'll go, oh, that was a good scene. If you've seen the movies they're referencing and they're not part of the 21 Marvel movies. It will mean more. It'll mean more. Okay. So if you have any questions after you see it about the bonus scenes, ask me and I'll tell you. Okay. Why it's like, oh, here's why it was extra special. Okay. So don't leave. Two extra bonus scenes. Uh, episode 149, I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM. Hello. The beginning of the show is not normally this all over the place, but we haven't been here in a while. We haven't seen each other. Forgotten how to do stuff. <laughs> uh, I got to get this out of the way first. I'm going to play this and see if anyone even remembers this. <laughs> yes, the original theme song to Preacher. Season four, the final season, August 4th. Very exciting. Yeah, we were wondering when the heck is it coming the out. The commercial came on uh, last I saw couple that. of weeks. Yeah, like, yeah, it looks like mayhem. Uh, it always is mayhem. Now, do you think every? I, we don't know anything, but does everyone die at the end? Does everyone? Is half the half the people die? Does God die? Does God go back to work? Something. So much craziness. Craziness always happens. So if you've never watched Preacher, and we've been reviewing Preacher since the first season, yeah. Uh, now's your chance to binge it before August fourth. Hold on to your hats. Yeah. Oh, such a good show. Yeah. Insanity, hard to explain. <laughs> True. All right. Speaking of insanity and hard to explain, uh, this is a um. Well, you probably know by now, the Walking Dead comic book, <gasps> which Robert Kirkman said was going to go on to episode three hundred. This could go. It's the walking. It's the zombie story that'll never end. Well, he didn't even make it to episode two hundred. First of all, how do you do that? How do you do that? Stop before two hundred. Episode 193, which came out a week ago, was the final episode issue, rather, of the Walking Dead comic book. I cried. I know, I know where you're going with this, but I'm not. I can't hide it. I was crying. Did you? They did the story. On, they did the story on air for me, and I was so upset. It took a dark turn. They thought it was going to be like really a fun segment, and then uh, I was legitimately upset. Oh, on your show, Light FM in yeah, New York. I- <laughs> Cubby, your host? No, it was actually Jack Cradiville filling oh. in. And um, he's like, I have a story for Jamie. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he told me, and I literally, I was crying. I was so upset. He's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, leave me alone for a minute. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so Robert Kirkman, out of nowhere, didn't tell anybody. Just decided to, now people, it got out like two days before the comic came out. So yeah. on Monday of last week, people knew. I read it. And I'm like, no, that can't be right. It's got to be an internet mm. rumor. He just ended the comic. Yeah. Now. Because he thinks when people can predict things, he's like, I hate that. So it's he, over. It's uh, well, done. I'm going to read to you what, what he said in his letter real quick. I'm going to part of it anyway. Um, so there was some major shit that went down in episode 191, 
and 192 mm-hmm. and whatever the episode is. You don't have to tweet me. Whatever it was. Close to the end, some major things happened. So people are like, wow, how is he going to continue this thing with that happening? Uh, and then he just didn't. I so, know. He just stopped. So episode 193 is a triple episode. I keep wow. saying episode, triple issue. Yeah. Uh, this is what he wrote in the letters column at the end. <gasps> this is the end of The Walking Dead. That's it. It's over. We're done. I'm sure you have a million questions, and I'm sure you feel as emotional about all of this as we do, if not more so. I'm completely willing to bet some of you are angry over this. You're damn right. Yeah. I get it. I do. I mean, why didn't we announce this so fans could have some time to prepare? Well, personally, I hate knowing what's coming. As a fan, I hate when I realize I'm in the third act of a movie and the story is winding down. I hate that I can count commercial breaks and know I'm nearing the end of a TV show. I hate that you can feel when you're getting to the end of a book or graphic novel. Which, by the way, is seems to be the formula for Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead you know someone's going to die in the last couple of scenes. Mm-hmm. No one dies in the first, usually. Usually. Right. Glenn and Abraham, spoiler, they're dead. Uh, aside, most times the deaths are at least towards middle yeah. of the end. All right. Uh, he goes on about the Game of, Game of Thrones. You can read the whole thing. Then he says, all I've ever done, all a creator can really do, is tailor make stories to entertain themselves. Hope the audience feels the same way. It's all I've been doing. The Walking Dead has always been built on surprise, not knowing what's going to happen when you turn the page. Who's going to die, how they're going to die. It's been essential to the success of the series. It's been the lifeblood that's been keeping me, keeping it rather, going all these years, keeping people engaged. It just felt wrong and against the very nature of this series not to make the actual end as surprising as all the big deaths. From Shane all the way to, I'm not going to say who he said, because that's a spoiler. Okay. Uh, to be honest, it seemed like a really good idea at the time, but now that we're here and the series is over, I'm having second thoughts. Not so much so that I'm changing course. That would be kind of impossible to do anyway. But it's possible, as much as I hate to admit it, that I'm genuinely feeling a sense of regret over this whole crazy plan. So, billionaire Kirkman. You should, sir. Yeah, I'm tired. Here's what I think. I have to be honest with you. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. You don't think so? I don't buy what he's saying. Really? I understand you wanted to have a surprise ending. I get that. You could have done that in episode 293. Right? We're going to 300 and then... Yeah, or my God, even 200 for pizza. I think a couple of things have happened. And one of these two is what my thought is. Okay. Feel free to tweet us your thoughts. At walkers underscore talkers, at David Brody, at the talking Jamie. Here's what I think. One, which he alluded to in some other interviews I've seen, where he ran out of ideas. Mm. He didn't have a big epic next storyline and thought, you know what? I should probably end it here. Or... I think he's a little tired of the TV show changing his shit. Hmm. I think it's possible they killed off Carl. Oh, spoiler, Carl's dead in in the TV show. I think he was, I don't think he got what he wanted. I think somebody dropped the ball money-wise, called his bluff, and I think he went, oh yeah? I'm going to end that shit in next episode, next issue. I think there's more to it. Uh, that sounds I think more he like didn't it. get enough taste of the spinoffs and the movies, and and he's like, oh yeah, well go ahead, find your own source material now. Oof. I think that's I think there's a possibility that he didn't just because because otherwise he comes off like a flake. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I decided to end it, make it a surprise. Great, I could have lived without the surprise. I know you're doing it 15 years, and you don't want anybody else to write it. I get that. Yeah. But then come out and say it. You didn't do it to be a surprise. You did it because you either ran out of ideas. You're tired and rich, or you're you're making a power play. 
Sounds more like the power play. And nobody has said, he hasn't said, that there won't be a next Walking Dead comic. Different characters. Hmm. Or just Negan. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. following a different story. Yeah. That doesn't continue from this one. He hasn't said he's retiring. No, he just, he just said this particular right. graphic novel is done. You know, sometimes rock bands will re-record a song because they don't own the rights to the original, so they re-record it mm-hmm. so they can own the rights. Hmm. Def Leppard put out a whole album. They re-recorded everything, and it's under their publishing. Hmm. White Lion did it. These are bands from the 80s. Yeah. I just know that some bands do that. That uh, Warrant did it. They re-recorded everything so they could own everything. Hmm. And then they own the, the... Then they can do the live, and they go, oh, we're doing live versions of the remakes. Oh. It's all tricky. So it's possible. He's like, oh, I can't re- renegotiate my Walking Dead deal? Okay, I'm going to end it. Now, if you want me, I'm going to start up a new thing. You know? You got to start paying me from like paying a whole new a whole new thing. Who knows? Because he's still now, a young guy. I will tell you, CNN did a story that Marvel is bringing back an old zombie comic they used to do. Like oh. It was called like Super Zombies or something. Doesn't okay. matter. Don't tweet me. But it was like Spider-Man zombie and di- different... And they're Heroes turning that into a movie? Nope. They brought oh. it They brought it back to a new comic. They made it a new comic. Oh, I see. Okay. When CNN did the story, I don't have the sound. On, it's probably online. You can look for it. They said, oh, Marvel is ending one comic book series about zombies as they're starting another one. They've The, the, the Walking Dead has ended and Marvel writer Robert Kirkman has decided to whatever. And so, of course, the internet blew up at CNN and was like, you idiots. Yeah, And they were doing memes and all kinds of jokes. Oh, my Lord. Marvel has nothing to do with The Walking Dead. No, they don't. I know it seems like Marvel uh, runs the universe. But they don't. Right. Wow. My favorite tweet that I saw was, a guy wrote, uh, just to correct you, DC is publishing the Marvel zombie comic. Yeah. That was the joke. Oh, okay. DC is publishing Marvel. (laughs) All right, Jamie. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so so there's that. So let's see what else is going on in the world. Uh, okay. Not that you can follow up the fact that they canceled the comic. Uh, the word on the street from Angela Kang and the Walking Dead TV show people is that there's plenty of material. They have the Commonwealth storyline and the Whisperer War and plenty of stuff to do. They have plenty of material to get from the comics, and then they'll write their own stuff. That'll be weird, because that'll be like Fear the Walking Dead, where it's all new. Like of, Game of Thrones, the books ended and they kept going, and then right. they kind of derailed, so... Uh, now I haven't watched a full episode of. I haven't Game either, of but that's just what I've but heard. But people from fans. do not like the ending. No, right? And it's not part of the and book. And people do not like the ending of The Walking Dead. Yeah, not happy. With oh, jeez. It. it seemed like he rushed it, which is why I'm saying it do you seems know? like. Did you read it? No, you... I just read. No, I don't. I don't want to know anything because okay. I'm, I'm going to eventually read okay. the rest of them. I feel like this wasn't like a buildup. I think he was like, "Oh yeah, fuck it," and pulled the ripcord. Yeah, I'm going to kill some people, and I'm just going to end it. Yeah. And I'm going to make it a triple episode issue and just go, this is all, everything happened. You know, like when you watch a movie and it, and they go, and then like they sort of end, but they don't. Yeah. And then they show you like, Jim went on to be an accountant. Oh, yeah, and got, yeah. Like, the, where they are now. The narrative at the end. Right. The little oh. thing. I think that's what they kind of wrapped everything up. Like, okay, she did this, he did that. Blah, blah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, season nine, DVD and Blu-ray of The Walking Dead, August 20th. Special features include a tribute to Rick Grimes, an in-memoriam featurette paying tribute to the memorable deaths of the season, mm. a featurette exploring new villain Alpha and the rest of the Whispers, uh, also never-before-deleted seen, uh, scenes, and a bonus scene from the mid-season finale. Uh, a time jump featurette. That uh, I'd like a to A making say. of, an inside episode, Rick Farewell featurette, all kinds of stuff. So that's August 20th. Uh, Dan Fogler... 
You may have heard at the beginning, I played the Dan Fogler ID. Yep. Dan Fogler, who plays Luke. I'm your father. He says he hopes to stay on the series until the end, outliving his comic book counterpart. Hmm. Spoiler, Luke in the comics doesn't make it until the end. That's all you need to know. Okay. I, I, we may have alluded to when he died, but if, I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. Uh, he said, I want to stay on. Here's the thing. I feel like I won. In the comic books, I was supposed to blah, 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 die, blah, 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 but I didn't. I love effing doing all the Western shit, like riding horses. I love bashing zombie heads in. It's really therapeutic. So we're hoping for Dan Fogler to last a while because we have an ID and we get to play it. <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay. Um, Chandler Riggs is starting his own Walking Dead petition. Mm. He's trying to get AMC to uh, release a blooper reel from all the seasons. Oh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And Beta trolled Aaron. Did you see this? No. Uh, so uh, the actor who played Ryan Hurst, who plays Beta. Yeah. So the Walking Dead Twitter account shared a photo of uh, Aaron Ross Mahal. Mahal. From a recent talk show appearance, the photo came with the caption, "How could you not love this face?" And Ryan Hurst <laughs> tweeted back as Beta and said, "Easy," he responded, "Until I peel it off and wear it." Oh. That's kind of nasty. That is a little nasty. A little silence, silence of the lambs-ish, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's read a couple of tweets real quick, and then we'll get to the we'll get to the gist. Uh, okay. Um, Paisley eats. Paisley eats. Well, good. We hope the Paisley eats. Okay. Uh, I tweeted out that we were coming back. She says, can't be soon enough. We miss walkers and talkers so much. Love that. Sarah, S. Wolfie 79, says, said, tweeted... Okay, I had prepared myself for no The Brooklyn Boys, no 15-minute morning show, and of course, no Elvis Duran show. All, all, all things I'm part of. But, in light of the fact that there's no Talking Dead, no Walkers and Talkers is really hurting my heart. Oh. Can't wait to hear you all again soon. At David Brody. At That's Jane. really sweet. Uh, uh, Janovic. At Janovic. Now, Janovic is a big fan of the yeah. Brooklyn Boys podcast. In fact, he uh, he's the guy who sent us pizzas. Oh, yes. excuse me. We love that. Pizzas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, pizza here. No, it's a different show here. I know. That's not a hint, Janovic. I'm just joking around. Uh, he said, this is my first time through a two-week vacation. When you come back, do you review both episodes of Fear into one episode of Walkers and Talkers or two separate episodes? So, Janovic, I'd love to say that we were going to do three episodes this week, but we are not. No. I'm going to recap, and we'll, we'll do what we can. Um, and then uh, Kay Palomares, or she's a cat, much easier, she sent a picture of the hospital. She said, thought you might like this. The hospital where Fear was filmed. Remember when Nate Bob jumped off the roof? Oh, God, Last yeah. season? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Spoiler, Bob jumped off the roof. <laughs> My cousin is working there. What? He said there's still blood on the walls from when they were filming. What? He's going to try and send me a pic of the inside. That's amazing. It's amazing. Except, what do you mean try and send you a pic? Just, Just take, take, take a the pic. pic and send it. Yeah. That's all. It's not difficult. I mean, it could be difficult, but it's not. <laughs> Let's start the episode reviews right after this. Hello, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David, Brody, and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hello, this is Ross Marquand. And play Aaron on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David, Brody, and Jamie. All right, let's take a look at episode four. Okay. Uh, Skidmark. So uh, Daniel, who's back on the show, right? Because it's been a while since we did the review of episode three. He and his cat Skidmark go to a strip mall. And their purpose really was to, at this point we didn't know, to set off a trap in the strip mall store that fired a machine gun of some kind at the door when you opened it. Yes. So at first I thought, oh, they're setting traps for humans. That's not good. Uh, Charlie, Strand, and Wendell and Sarah try to steal Daniel's plane, right? Because well, they want to fly to save their friends over the big mountain. She ends up in the backseat and they drive off, but other than that... Yeah, so da- <laughs> yeah, she hides in Daniel's SUV and then Daniel knew she was there the whole time, yada, yada, yada. He doesn't miss a beat, that man. No, he Daniel's doesn't... a... Well, he was a military guy. No, yeah. You're like, oh, he totally doesn't know she's in there. He knew. My favorite part, because remember, he asked Daniel to borrow the plane, mm-hmm. right? So as they're trying to steal the plane, in the windshield <laughs> is a note that says... I already said no. <laughs> I said no. Channel 8. So he turns to Channel 8 and Strand gets it calls Daniel and Daniel yeah. says, I knew you would, because you haven't changed a bit. You're so predictable. He said, when I'm going to get back, I'm going to make good on my promise, which was to shoot him in the face. Yeah. Uh, Daniel tells Charlie he didn't set the traps because they find another trap. And yeah. he's like, I didn't set the traps. The guy who owned the warehouse that I'm living in, he set the traps and I'm trying to unset all the traps. Yeah. So we thought maybe Daniel was killing people. He had like a little map and uh, he was circling all the ones he dismantled. Uh, Dylan, the little fat kid whose brother was Sam. uh, The the chubbier-faced kid. Okay. Okay. Um, He's reading The Little Prince and Luciano. Lucy's like, oh, it's about a plane that crashes and the pilot uh, wants to find his friends. He finds a prince. And they have to fix the plane and they make friends, blah, 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 blah. So the Little Prince book seems to be popping up in... Every every facet of Giving this TV Giving them show. advice. Okay. Uh, so Daniel goes with uh, Charlie to a grocery store to, to set off another trap. Mm-hmm. It's full of walkers. The cat scares the walkers. They bust through the window. And now there's a, a horde of walkers yeah. walking down the street. And uh, they're going to lead the walkers to the compound where he lives and pick them off one at a time. Yes. He said, we can't leave these walkers out here. We have to kill them all. But didn't they run out of gas? Oh, we don't have enough ammo. He goes, we don't have enough ammo to kill all of these walkers. So he takes his car, his big boombox radio, and he starts, puts the music on and he walks them away. We've seen that before. Right. 
At that point, we didn't know what he was going to do, but he was going to walk them away, at least from people. Yeah. All right. Dylan cracked. Last we spoke, Dylan lied to them and said that he was captured and locked in the van. He admits that uh, it was all a setup and that uh, my fr- my brother and sister are oh alive. My God. They need help. Uh, Annie thinks the coast is clear. They're hiding, right? Because they she had hurt her ankle running away. Uh, well, not yet. She pops her head out. A walker falls on her. Uh, Max pulls her away. I wasn't sure if she was bitten at first when she was limping right, away. Right. She twists her ankle because that's what girls do in horror films, the way it is. <laughs> she drops her gun so they don't have any guns. Uh, Charlie calls Strand um, and uh, says the instruments are with us because they couldn't fly the plane because yep. Dan let all the instruments. And uh, Daniel says, close the gates. Climb over if you have to. I'm bringing these these uh, these the, walkers, the herd, in. the herd in, and we'll 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 pick them off one at a time. And Sarah says, "Yeah, that's gonna be a problem because in order to steal your plane, ah. I had to take 36 feet of fence down." And there's that. So then the the walkers are all no, the fence went all around the property. If you bring the walkers to the side without the hole in the fence, yeah, do that. You've been go, fine. Go around. I call that a plot hole. Uh, Strand calls Daniel on the radio when he realizes that Daniel is not coming there because now he can't bring them there. That he's yeah. leading him off by himself. And he says, uh, you know, I apologize for trying to kill you. I shot you in the face. And for anything else I did, I'm really sorry. Don't put yourself in danger to teach me a lesson. Yeah. And uh, Daniel says, you think this is about what you did to me at the dam? He says, it's about lies. Tell him, Victor. Tell him how you kept me from Ophelia, Oof. his daughter. Yep. So Strand says, Daniel got separated from his daughter I t- at the hotel, season mm-hmm. two. I told him I knew where she was. Because I needed something from him. I Lies. lied. And when he finally got to her, it was too late. Yeah. So Daniel says, you wasted time I did not have. I could not tell her what I wanted her to know, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Now, looking back to season two, can you really blame? Like, it wasn't his fault. He said Ophelia is somewhere, right? Yeah. He didn't know where she was. Had he said, I don't know where she is, how would that have been helpful to Daniel? It wouldn't have been. Right. So instead, he got a car ride, and ultimately he saw her again. Yeah. He might never have seen her. That's true. At least he saw her dead. Yeah. Yeah. Was she dead or bitten? I feel like, I feel like by the... He, no, she died. She died she in front died of Madison. She died within like a half a second. Right, and then he pulled like, up. Yeah, like... Um, and then he killed her. By a point two seconds. And then he put her down. Yeah. It yeah. Was so close. Uh, Max is dragging Andy with her bad ankle through the woods. There's walkers following them. They fall down, about to be killed. And once again, right before they're killed, Alicia and Morgan kill the walkers... Dun, da, da. They said Dylan told us, and now I know here's the thing. How did they know exactly where they were? I thought the same thing. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I actually out loud go, oh come on! Uh, How uh, did they know at that exact moment? I'm calling no GPS bullshit. <laughs> there was no way. I know this is two weeks ago. You're trying to remember like the episode, but. How did they happen to find them in the giant woods that they were running haphazardly away from walkers? Right when a walker was about to come down on them. Maybe not such a big forest. Yeah. Anyway, he says, we're not going to hurt you. And suddenly an army of kids with rifles surround them. Yeah, I, was like, f- I was like, what? Where were they five minutes ago when they needed help? I know. They only show up when it's a dramatic moment? I, I guess. I can't with that. Sometimes this show, I go, what are you doing? You just 30 seconds ago were on the ground about to be killed. And then when he says, we're here to help you. Now you have an army around you. Right? Like they waited. Like, you know, on Seinfeld. We're like, oh, what an idiot. And Kramer would go, hello. Like, <laughs> all right. So they're surrounded by the kids. Um, Sarah shows up in, she tells Daniel, we're coming to save you. The SWAT truck rolls up and the machine guns don't fire, of course. 
Daniel hides under the SWAT truck. Strand pulls up, sees Daniel's about to be surrounded by the walkers, and then he uh, turns his plane on. They had the propeller plane that mm-hmm. they stole on the back of a flatbed truck. He climbs in the plane, and he turns on the propellers, and the walkers are attracted to the sound. Ooh. This was a great scene. Yeah. This was, it reminded me of the scene when Michonne and Rick in season seven, maybe, um, when they tie the cable between two cars oh, on the highway. that was the coolest scene freaking yeah. ever. And that cable cuts all the walkers in half. For like, oh, on the highway. That was so That's cool. That's what it reminded me of. That Mass killing awesome of That was awesome scene. So he saves Daniel, and Daniel says, I'm not going to shoot you in the face. All right. Um... Charlie says to Daniel, what were you going to say to your daughter? And he says uh, that every day brings a chance to start over to get it right. Something tells me you need to hear that too. Charlie, They're forming a nice little bond. Anyway, he says, there's a reason I'm here alone for this long. I need to go and take care of it. So we don't know what he needs to take care of. Yeah. He tells them everything is theirs. The cat, everything in this factory, warehouse place is theirs. He has to go take care of something. Except one cigar. He says a friend told him to save the cigar until things get better. So people are like, oh, was that Madison who told him to smoke yeah, the cigar? Yeah, I wonder who that is. I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't remember. If you remember exactly, you can tell us. Did they I, tell us I, before? I mean, it may have been an early episode, but we don't know. I mean, if you know for a fact, yeah. I didn't Google it. I should have Googled I, I it. I don't know. But anyway, so that could be like a cliffhanger thing, like, like, a, like a thing we'll find yeah, out later. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find who out. Who told him to smoke the cigar? We'll find out at some point. But he's off the show again. He's gone. <sighs> there he goes. Alicia Morgan and the kids are where the soldiers had camped out. The kids took him there. Like, this is where the soldiers yeah. were. Alicia says it's not safe for the kids to stay here. And then Morgan says, I get why they don't leave their parents, because the parents are dead in the cabin. That's who was He in said, the cabin. when my wife turned, my son and I stayed near her in the area. We couldn't leave her. He talks about how Dwayne died. Max hears a helicopter. It's got the circles on it from when Rick yep. was taken. Uh, Annie says, those people, they came in that. So the bad, the military people came in that helicopter. Yeah. So... That's I'm surprised your... they didn't see everyone laying on the ground because they were pretty much in the open. Well, we find out later who was in that helicopter. Yes. Is it well, Isabella and Al. Mm-hmm. Right? So maybe they weren't looking. Oh, that yeah, well, that's probably it. It wasn't like it was the military. Yeah, you're right. They weren't on the hunt. Right. So episode five is a slight flashback to before episode four. Because mm-hmm. Al disappeared. Now they're showing us what happened to Al. Yeah. You see a female she had to go out so- in the rain alone. Fe- absolutely. Female soldier burning a body, which is her partner. We find out later that the, the body that Al filmed, that she went through his pockets. With all the little maps. Is this soldier's friend and partner. Yes. And by the way, that whole theory about the wired up uh, robotic walkers. Yeah, it was just a, Not true. It was a theory. It was a cool theory. Sounded though. good. <laughs> it was cool though. She walks like a robot, <laughs> but she's not a robot. Yeah. Anyway, Al runs away when she's not looking. She loses a boot in the mud because she's a girl in a horror movie and she <laughs> has to fall and twist her ankle or lose a boot. Lose a boot or twist an ankle. Right. She takes the tape out of the camera, which was very smart. Uh, the soldier shoots the walker and walkers and knocks Al down. She demands she opens the camera, which she does, and the tape is gone. The soldier says, where is the tape? And Al says, it's in my boot, which she lost. In my boot. She wakes up in a van with her hands tied Surrounded by a uh, circular wall of bobbed wire. So whatever area they're in is a protected area. Mm-hmm. She kicks the car door open. She sees a walker pushing against the barbed wire. This is brilliant. I mean, I call bullshit on it, but it's brilliant. 
She she calls to the walker to get its attention. It forces its way through the barbed wire. Ugh. She kicks it away so she can grab the barbed wire off of it that happened to wrap itself around it. Brought it to her. Again, uh, I would say unbelievable barbed wire <laughs> catch-on bullshit. <laughs> she uses the barbed wire to untie her hands, and then she crushes its head with the car door. Yeah. All very cool. It was a cool scene. All right. Uh, the soldier shows up. There's a call on the radio. HQ calls uh, calls back, and uh, they ask if the payload is still en route. So something in that helicopter was the payload. Payload. She tells them that her partner was killed in action, uh, and that she has to refuel, and she and they say, oh, we're going to send the reclamation team. She looked terrified, by the way. Uh, yes, she did. <laughs> um, they, they feel like she may have messed up. So she keeps the gun on Al, and she takes it to where the boot is, um, and they look for the tape. She says, give me the tape, and I'll let you live. And she trips Al, God. and she says, I'm going to break one of your legs. Jesus. <laughs> and Al tells her, that's as good as killing me, because if you break my yeah, leg, I won't be able to get dead. away. You're dead. Yeah, I'm dead now. Right. She goes, if you break my leg, I'm definitely going to tell you anything. <laughs> she says, you talk to me. Tell me your story, what you're doing out here. What is so important? Why is it so important nobody sees what's on that tape? And the woman says, nope. And she goes to break Al's leg, Jeez. and Al calls her bluff again. And she looks, she says, you look scared of the reclamation team. Mm-hmm. You need my help. And so then she caves in. She's like, oh, yeah, I do need I your do help. I do need your help. So uh, says, actually. <laughs> so they go climbing a mountain. They get the fuel, whatever, yada, yada, yada. They bond under the stars. It's a little romantical. Right. Did you know at this point that it was romantical? Or did you think it was just like, I kind of got that vibe from Al anyway, and I'm like, uh, I could see it going this way. I wasn't 100% sure, but... You got the vibe of that episode or previously? Previously, just Al alone, that that's the way she swung. Yeah, because of the short hair? Because yeah. I think uh, that's stereotypical. She, no, but just... People on Twitter were pissed. When we get to the ending of this episode, okay, yeah. people were uh, like, oh yeah, two girls with short hair? Come on. Well, mm, she kind of gave off a more masculine vibe. Mm. From the from the very beginning. All I don't right. just mean this episode. That was Jamie, by the way. I to okay, to Jamie. thanks. <laughs> There's uh, nothing wrong with that. I'm yeah, just, I'm saying. No, so they bond and about some other avalanche, the rock climbing, yada yada yada. Um, what was her name? Isabella. Yes. That, right. Isabella goes through her bags and finds a Isabel. tape called Isabel. Finds a tape called The Bog. Now we've seen this tape pop up a couple of times. Mm-hmm. She thinks that's the tape she wanted. Al says that's not the tape that I used to film the uh, other soldier. You should watch it if you don't believe me. So she puts on the video camera and. Uh, it's Al saying she doesn't know how much longer she can stay where she is. The National Guard is shooting at the army. This was early on in the apocalypse. Happy, uh, Isabel says, um, why did you risk your life for this tape? Mm. And Because you were in the middle of a gunfight. She said, I couldn't say goodbye to my brother, so I got the story instead. Yeah. He's dead. The story is all I have left. That's so what I killed. Yes. Yeah, so Al says, now tell me why you killed your partner. She says, I killed him because I was doing my job. Some things matter more to me. He was my friend. And she says, you killed your friend? He says, we were getting supplies to purify water. There's a nuclear plant near there. When Beckett is his name. When Beckett saw what the radiation did to the dead, he cracked, afraid he would end up like them, and he did. It was bad. Why didn't you let him go? Like, leave. She said, nobody walks away. We exchanged fire. And uh, Al says, uh, you gave him a chance to live. That's not protocol. And so then uh, Isabel says, protocol is extinguishing threats to operational security. 
Someone's brainwashed. Uh, you think? Yeah. So Al says, you have to kill me for operational security? And she says, yeah, I do. Casual. Mm-hmm. She says, the reclamation team will be there in less than 24 hours. They had better not be around when the helicopter lands. Tell your friends. Right? So, mm-hmm. so she says, destroy the tape. And Al says, why? They still haven't figured out why. So Isabel says, you want that interview with me? I won't tell you what it is or what it's called, but it's bigger than us. It's the future. You don't want to go there, meaning wherever the headquarters is. They talk about the future a lot. If someone finds that tape, they will figure out how to read the map. It makes what we're working towards. It'll make us vulnerable. It's about rebuilding what we had. So whatever that organization is, they're trying to find a cure maybe, mm-hmm. which is why, again, they're taking alphas and betas. A and B. A's and B's. Again, that's what we think alpha. It's what pretty we obvious. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Go on. Um, Al says, I'll give you the tape. Um, and Isabel says, I wish uh, we met before all this. Um, anyway, she says, after the sun comes up, we punch back in. Shit gets ugly. In other words, tomorrow when we wake up, we're not, we're not friends anymore. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> they wake up. Of course, she has the gun because, you know, Al had the gun. She went to sleep. And, of course, the soldier woke up first. Stupid Al. Anyway, she says, I have to kill, uh, I have to kill you, Al. She burns the tape. She says, you realize I have to kill you too now. She like, but I gave you the tape. So she tells Al to turn around, puts the gun to her head. Al says, I understand. But then gives her the bog tape and tells her, make sure the story lives. Make sure people see this tape. And then Isabel says, I want you to live. Don't chase the story. I hope you and your friends get home. My name is Isabel. I'm from Indiana, and I got to see the prettiest thing since the end of everything. Let's make now, out. Now, at that f- fraction of a second, Let's make out. I thought she meant the stars in the sky. Oh, no. And she, she, first of all, if she was wrong about what she was about to do, it was a Me Too thing. She forced that kiss on her. She didn't, like, wait for a moment. She just kissed <laughs> She's her. like... Let me come here. So they kiss blah, 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 all over there. <laughs> they go their separate ways. She refuels the chopper. What, what did it sound like? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, um, she calls in to headquarters. She's ready to return. I've got the payload. Yeah. Everything went according to plan. They said, great, you can come. She leaves with the tape, takes off. When she takes off, um, Al calls Morgan on the walkie. He answers. That's when she took off is when they saw them take off. Mm-hmm. When they saw the helicopter take off, that was this scene. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Morgan and Alicia show up. She doesn't tell them anything. She said it was a weird lightning trick on the camera lens. Hmm. Now, she didn't tell anything about the helicopter. No. Right? Father Gabriel didn't mention anything about the helicopter. What the hell, Gabriel? Yeah. What's what pe- You saw the helicopter. So many people have seen it and said nothing. What is the deal? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, also, uh, when Tara saw the Oceanside, she didn't say anything either for a uh, while. Yeah, that was bad. I think Al's going to have to pull an ocean side and eventually say, oh, there's a helicopter and uh, I was on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does kind of allude to it in episode six, which we will uh, break down for you right after this. Hey, this is Seth Gilliam, Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. So, episode six, The Little Prince. I'm going to try to go through this because it's been getting very long. Okay. Uh, All the kids are back at the rest stop. Uh, Annie uses hot water in the bathroom and she's all cleaned up. This is like a makeover from every teen movie ever made. <laughs> where she walks out, you hear like, th- there was, it just needed like 80s music. You know, like, <laughs> when she walked out and Dylan was like, wow, you're so pretty. But like, dude, that's your sister. Oh. Cut it out. <laughs> dude, that's your sister. Morgan and the team pull up in trucks with airplane parts. And they're like, oh, hey, kids, um, we're going to rebuild this plane. They crashed a plane, and people with no knowledge on building a plane. I was going to say, they have no knowledge of anything about this. All right. Now, some people on social media thought this scene was completely cheesy. So all the kids line up facing all of the adults. And he says to the kids, uh, we came to this area to find someone to help. He goes, someone to fight for. You guys have each other. We have each other. And Lucy says, now we fixed the plane, and we fly back across the mountains together. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was the cheesiest. That's that's a little corny. We are all going to succeed as one. It was <laughs> Let's like go. it was like the scene from um, Independence Day where the president's giving the big speech. Oh yeah. By the way, Independence Day is one of the worst movies ever made. Don't tweet me. It's terrible. I haven't seen it in forever. It's terrible. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. Everything is uh, why he would be burned. To, uh, no, it's terrible. Yeah. He uploads a virus from his laptop. It's just. Oh yeah, I remember that part now. Nothing makes sense. It's all like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna upload a virus. From my Apple laptop, <laughs> which is on what internet in a, in a know, spaceship right? in a that you somehow no. found a way to hack their alien system? Get, get out of here. Get the whole movie's stupid. Get out of There's here. a scene when they're in a tunnel and the guy walks into a closet, like a like a little pri- like a janitor room with his dog, and nuclear flames go shooting by, but the heat of the flame doesn't go in the room. Like, none of it. It's just stupid. Oh it's a terrible movie. But that's what it reminded me of. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, time passes by after the credits. The plane is partially rebuilt. They've already put like the body together in a wing. Okay. <laughs> Morgan calls Grace on the walkie, the radiation woman. He says, we're working on getting home. We found some people. And she ignores the call. Uh, Morgan's practicing with his new stick. He doesn't love it, the metal one. Mm, he yeah, tries to take that's the, hard. He tries to take the mop handle off of a mop, but he can't. Because I was like, oh, that could be his new stick. Yeah. I was like, how do they know how to build a plane? I went back. I I know, he can't hit. get a mop head off, so, but right. they can build a plane. Okay. If you have a chance to DVR the episode, because it's running like 15 times, at this point, there's a couple of kids in the front of the frame of the shot that are holding airplane parts. You mm-hmm. see what they're doing. 
but one of the kids, I think it's a, a young black boy and a girl, walk by with a plane door. They're walking left to right, mm-hmm. and Dylan, I think, and another kid are walking right to left on the screen. Okay. To show, like, they're, they're all going in different yeah, directions. I would think they'd all be going in the same direction, but all right. So, like, I think the director was like, all right, kids, take parts and pick them up and act busy. So, you know what I mean? Like, they're young. They're like, oh, just walk around with parts. Or maybe they're going to eat side of the plane. Who knows what they're doing? Right, but either way, they're like, act busy. Yeah, act busy. Act like you're working. The reason I say this is later on, the same two kids walk by with the plane door again. (laughs) Like, they didn't put it down. They just walked around. They're just walking around. All right, keep Keep going. Keep circling around. Should we pick up another plane? No, just keep going. Same one. one. No one will notice. Guess what? (laughs) Same background scene bullshit. That's what I'm calling. We noticed. We noticed. All right. Sarah's working on fixing the zombie killing propeller plane uh, back at the other side of the mountain. Um, let's see. So June gives Annie a speech about, I know you want to run. I used to run. I'm, all right, oh, June. Di- we've heard, I'm sorry, but oh, yeah. I'm, June's starting to annoy the shit out and of me. And John's doing the same. When June ran, it's just like Sherry. I never thought I'd find her again, and here she is. We're seeing their story as told through John and June. Yeah. Okay, stop. Okay. Stop at the comparison. We get it. We you, have heard the same you, speech. You, you ran. We get it. Okay. You're afraid of love. Uh, I want to say, not- I enjoy the show. But some of the writing. Now, these two guys, these showrunners, they're from what, Once Upon a Time? Yeah, I think that's where it's from. Could they not have hired horror guys? I read an interesting article on one of the websites. I forget it was comicbook.com or one of them, Uproxx or The Insider. One of them was saying how Fear the Walking Dead has forgotten what made The Walking Dead successful. He said there's no fear. No. Not a lot, anyway. Nobody's dying. Now there's love. Yeah, nobody's dying and there's way too much Thanks emotional. once upon a time, men. Yeah, way too <laughs> emotional. Uh, John and Dwight go out to look for Sherry. Al starts the plane. We watched the plane wobble for a good 30 seconds before she, like, stopped it. She was like, oh, the propeller seems to be wobbling. Oh. It broke off and went flying at everybody, and it didn't Jesus. kill anybody. A walker approaches, and Alicia... Okay. Again, um, way too convenient timing bullshit. Remember an episode... <laughs> that happened w- so much lately. Remember in episode one when Alicia had the propeller? Yeah, and she was using right. it like a weapon. So the propeller that broke off... Falls near her. A walker oh, comes by. Please. She picks up the propeller like she's going to kill it. But before she does, Morgan comes in with his new mop stick his, and kills it. His new mop stick. Uh, Grace calls, demands they give their generator to her so she can use it to run the reactors. Otherwise, there'll be a nuclear meltdown. Okay, you, you can have, that seems like a fair deal. Okay, Grace. Uh, John asks how Dwight and Sherry got split up because he sees he's got both rings. So how'd that happen? He's like, I won't talk about That's it. That's a loaded question. And then Dwight points out that John is just like he was before the apocalypse, upbeat and happy. He says, I hope you don't change. Uh, Grace tells Alicia that the generator will buy them some time, but they need to fix the plane. Get the hell out. Uh, let's, oh, um, Strand, Sarah, and Charlie are arguing over how to help. Sarah says, we have, we have the parts they need. We've got the propellers. They've got the plane. We just need to figure out how to get together. Charlie says, when you raided Jim's brewery after he, you know, did you take everything? And Sarah says, yes, everything. So then Charlie Charlie shows Sarah the magazine cover with Jim on it that they had on the side wall. And something on the cover this makes her eyes light up. This is insane. Now, I saw it right away. See right here I wrote here? Hot air balloon. Like, yeah. So I, I knew that. Uh, I saw the picture. I'm like, yeah, it's a hot air balloon. We get it. Uh, Morgan and Grace go to a roadblock with the generator. They have to put on their radiation gear. Um, let's see. Al tells June, I should have stopped the helicopter from taking off. And June says, 
I'm sorry, what? How could you have stopped the helicopter? You were on the ground. And she's like, is, what, what happened when you were missing? And Al says, remember when I spoke, when you spoke to me off the record? She says to June, June says to Al, remember when you, I spoke mm-hmm. to you off the record? If you need to do that with me, I'm available. So she knows that Al's lying about she something. She knows something's up. Now, Al wants to tell her, because otherwise she wouldn't have said, I should have stopped her from... Flying. Yeah, you don't just slip and say that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dwight finds a guy on the floor of a diner. He says, oh, uh, this guy killed himself. Looks like he got shot, and then he killed himself. He shot himself in the head, because he didn't want to turn. Uh, Dwight tells John um, why he has the ring. He says, she gave up the ring. She gave it up to save me, meaning Dwight, to marry Negan. Yeah. He tells him about how Daryl sent him away. He doesn't mention Daryl, but he says, a guy sent me away, told me to find her and make it right. So Daryl got a little reference, a little mention, sort of. Oh, hey. John notices a restaurant check hanging up that mostly says honey. He uses the old pencil trick where you highlight the paper. Oh, and it Because it's, in, it's got it indentations. Through. Right. And it said, um, storm coming, had to get off Route 30, switching to country roads. So honey did leave a note. And uh, Dwight wouldn't have seen that had John not been with him. No. Uh, Alicia tells Annie, look, you can take one of the cars if you want to leave, but I think you should stay. And then um, Annie explains how the families were living at the camp, and then the zombies overran it. Everything was great. And then uh, some people went out for a a hunt for food and supplies, and the walkers followed them back to camp. And they're all in the cabin. They were power plant growlers. Uh, They call them growlers. Yeah. The walls held for a while. They told us to run and hide in our safe spot. And usually the grown-ups would come get us a day or two later. They never showed up. We waited three days. We went back, and the parents were all dead. Um, Because they get radiation poisoning. Mm. They killed off all the growlers, but they got sick. That's when they all locked themselves in the cabin. Yeah. And so now they told me, well, they were all sick. They hadn't died yet. They said, uh, you have to protect protect your brothers. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dwight and John finally find the actual minivan that Sherry was in. Dwight goes in the house to look for her. Uh, John finds Sherry's letter telling Dwight to stop looking for her. She admits she killed that guy in the diner. Ooh, Sherry. And she says goodbye. She goes, have a life. Stop following me. I love you. Appreciate it. But you can't spend your time hunting me. Now, listen, sweetheart. If you just stay in one place, he'd find I know, you. For God's sake, if you just stayed in the damn spot, he's going right. to run into you. He's finding all your letters. Right. Uh, Grace puts on her protection suit, tells Morgan to put on the second suit. Morgan goes in the back, sees his stick, and he gets all like Eastman emotional. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he got made me this stick, and, and then he's like, you know what? Doesn't feel right. It's fine. It's just a stick. So he's fine now. He's moved on from his yeah, stick. He's my, he uh, thought about Eastman for a second and yeah. was like, eh, that guy's fat. Who cares? <laughs> um, anyway, she says, there's, he goes, there's no suit back here. She's like, yeah, I lied. Oh, she, she rolls my. up the window, locks the door. She's like, I got to do this myself. I got to go fix the generator. I got to go. Strand calls Lucy and Alicia on the walkie and says, uh, I'm on my way with the propeller. What do you mean? And then we see a giant beer bottle, hot air balloon coming over the mountain. Oh, my God. I... Come on. Alicia goes to get the kids. Like, come look at the balloon. But they're all gone. Um, at this point, I thought, you know what? It's like a car. Every car in this show breaks down. There's a tree in the road. Oh, yeah. Every, so, it's not going to make at it. At some point, I thought maybe the kids ran away. Like, they saw the balloon, and they were going to shoot at it or something. Like, someone's going to shoot at this balloon. Uh, Dwight comes out of the house. He found food and supplies. He's convinced Holly must be, Honey must be around somewhere. Sherry. Um, he says, hey, John, was there a letter in the car? And John says, uh, no, there was no letter. Because the letter was basically like, you know. Then so, Dwight has some hope now. So, there's, there's so Dwight says, oh, she didn't leave me a note. She must be nearby. Uh, this is great. You brought me luck. This is awesome. 
Uh, Hashtag she's not in the area. By the way, our friend Trevor, Trev Chan too on YouTube, he thinks we're going to see her dead at the mid-season finale. Ooh. Like we're going to see we're going to see Walker Sherry. Oh. That the actress maybe wouldn't come back to the show after a year and a half of being out of the loop. Of and, just leaving notes without right. seeing her. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Alicia goes out looking for the kids behind the Walker wall. So remember the big Walker wall? That they were about to cut down, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oh, uh, I'm in the come get me." we you know at the last minute. Yeah, she's like, "I'm going behind the wall. I'm going in." Uh, Morgan says he's going into the contaminated area to save Strand and Charlie. So, because uh, oh, so the balloon ran out of fuel, right? Sh- shocker. And then it crashes, of course. Um, and uh, and I like, yeah, just like cars, it it always, something always happens. Yeah, they so, never make it. <laughs> so Morgan says he's going in to save them, even though there's radiation <sighs> there. And he walkies them and says, don't kill the walkers. They may have radiation. Yeah. Now, what he should have said was, if they have a thing around their neck, don't kill don't, those. Yeah, don't. And kill the other ones. Uh, so that's it. So Alicia's going in after the kids. Morgan's going in after uh, Strand and uh, Charlie. Scenes from next week. Uh, there's walkers lining up at the camp fence. Alicia finds Dylan. Who cares at this point? Uh, <laughs> the kids are running away from the walkers at the camp. And, uh, These damn kids don't stay put. Yeah. So... Here's what I think they need to start doing. They need to start killing some people. Not yeah. that I want anyone to die, but they're not killing anybody. It's, and if I got to wait till episode eight for someone to die, it's formula. Yeah. They're, they're slacking a little bit in Remember that Remember when T-Dog just happened to get killed? By the way, T-Dog's dead. Yeah. Like, people used to just get killed in, like, episode four. And you were like, oh, shit! Like, right. it, it would really shock you. And that, Walking Dead was genius at and that. And that's what Kirkman was alluding to. There's no surprise. No. And that's I why have... he's like, oh, I'm going to end it right here. Yeah, there there isn't really in this in this. Yeah. Series, so uh, that's it. We wrapped up three episodes. News. The Ooh. comic book's over. We're back. We'll we be back. It. We have two more episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, and then there's a break. And then Preacher comes back. We'll do Preacher, Preacher feature. feature. <laughs> Honestly, binge the show so that you can still it's listen good. to us. You and, can get through the three seasons. And then, but listen to our podcast. You just catch up uh, in order. Yeah, in order. <laughs> listen in order. That's right. <laughs> Even though that's the Brooklyn Boys thing, listen to our show in order yeah. as well. And our, our episodes are numbered. You can yeah, figure they it are. out. One forty nine. I'm out of breath. I'm I'm tired. I mean, now. It's good to be back, but I'm, I'm out of shape I, it from was a, the It was a lot thing. for today. It's a lot, yeah, yeah. But Janovic wanted us to do three full episodes. <laughs> Janovic, I'd love to do Janovic, that for you. It's an Olympic event. I talking is hard work. <laughs> so I'm yeah. With that said, it's definitely time. What time is it? It's time so to shut this shit, shit down. down. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.